What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is a podcast from WOR. Now, you're in the WOR Sports Zone. Mets Extra with Pete McCarthy. With the Mets entering the day, 11 games back of the Washington Nationals, uh, distantly back in the wild card race as well. Uh, There's an urgency that needs to be there for the Mets. We're past Memorial Day. We're into June. The teeth of the schedule is coming. And uh, I think you saw some of that urgency tonight from manager Terry Collins asking Addison Reed for the two-inning save tonight. uh, And uh, Reed able to deliver in a 4-2 win for the Mets against the Pirates, as we welcome you here in the Sports Zone. 800-321-0710, the number uh, to get involved, talks to Mets tonight. Uh, but, you know, this is exactly what the Mets, with their bullpen, with the pitching staff overall, uh, needed. I mean, they, they needed Robert Gesellman to give them innings in the first place, and, you know, five and a third, uh, not as deep into the game as, as they needed. Uh, though, you know, for Gesellman, he's done a nice job these last three starts. Uh, but, uh, you know, obviously they're without, you know, a couple of relievers every game, it seems. And, you know, one game is just bled into the next. Uh, so tonight, you know, Terry Collins is a situation where he's got to find a way to get 11 outs with his pen. And uh, how the heck are you going to get 11 outs if it doesn't involve, you know, nine of them coming from Blevins and Reed? And he was able to go to the guys that he trusts in that bullpen. And, and Fernando Salas has bounced back nicely of late uh, after, you know, Seawald had a rough night yesterday. And Jerry Blevins, Addison Reed, those have been the two steady guys for uh, Terry Collins all year and you know Reed yes he blew a save in Pittsburgh this past weekend he hasn't been nearly as crisp as he was last season but he's about as good as they have in that pen and, and Blevins has been able to go every day he's been fantastic as well what impresses you about Blevins is and he's been racking up a lot of strikeouts. A couple more today. Uh, you know, he's one of the better strikeout relievers out there, which you wouldn't think considering you know, his big strikeout pitch comes in at about 68 miles per hour with that curveball. Uh, but it has worked for Jerry Blevins, and tonight it worked for Addison Reed as well. And it's got to be a confidence boost for that bullpen overall uh, that they were able to take a lead in the sixth inning, you know, just a two-run lead, and make it hold up because we have seen far too often over the last few weeks, including just last night, uh, similar situations get away uh, from this bullpen. And, you know, they haven't been able to find the outs and they've ended up with, you know, the wrong guy on the mound in a big spot, not just because, you know, it was something you could blame on the manager, but because they don't have, you know, the ability, they don't have enough guys back there to, to cover those outs. This is not the kind of thing that you could do every night. You can't ask Blevins for three outs every night. You can't ask Addison Reed for six outs every night. But the Mets have, you know, reached that point with where they are in the standings that they got to they gotta push these guys. As Terry Collins said, he went for it tonight. He saw a game that they could win, and uh, he went in for it. And, and again, you know, how else are you finding a way 
to get through 11 outs with the you know, battered bodies that are in that Mets bullpen right now. So uh, I, I thought it was uh, gutsy and and brilliant uh, move by Terry Collins. I uh, give full credit to him for you know going to Addison Reed a little outside the box to ask for the two inning save. It's not something that you would ordinarily consider, but uh, the circumstances have been you know rather extraordinary with this pitching staff overall. Not just the bullpen, uh, but the, the staff overall. You got to find a way to get innings and. You know, this is uh, one way to do it. And now, you know, of course, it sets up. Tomorrow becomes interesting because Addison Reed throws 36 pitches. Would he be able to bounce back? You know, he hadn't thrown in uh, three or four days previously. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's something that the Mets can can worry about tomorrow. But, yeah, you had to find a way to win this game today. And, again, there's, just, there's not a whole lot of guys that you deeply trust in that bullpen with a two-run lead the ones that you do are Blevins and Reed. You want them on the mound as much as possible, and uh, they were able to make that work tonight. So uh, the Mets end that three-game losing streak. A lot of power from the Mets. Uh, the return of the, the big home runs, right? Jay Bruce, Neil Walker, Wilmer Flores, all with home runs. Uh, Walker, a two-run shot, so all four of the Mets' runs scored via the home run. Uh, you know, the the offense has been there, and, and they've very consistently scored four runs. If you put this offense with the pitching that the Mets have had the last two seasons, that would be a heck of a team. If this offense had been around in 2015 or 2016, you know, the Mets are 20 games over 500 right now. The unfortunate thing is the year that the offense has been as consistent and as potent as it has been in a long time is the year that the pitching has just been awful, and they haven't had you know the horses to get outs. They've had injuries. They've had uh, burnouts for some of these guys in the bullpen. But the the offense has been there, and, and you know it, it all started when Yohannes Cespedes went down. Coincidentally enough, I think it's because it gave the opportunity to Michael Conforto and a couple of guys that needed to heat up started to heat up. Uh, but, uh, you know, there are a lot of contributors right now. Neil Walker has turned his season around in a big way over the, the last month. He's off to a little bit of a slow start. Uh, Lucas Duda has just been, you know, on a, you know, on a wrecking path here uh, for the last two weeks or so. Another couple of hits for him tonight. And you got to get a lot of credit to Wilmer Flores. And, you know, I've worried about him defensively over there at third base. But the guy gets an opportunity, he just hits. He just hits, right? A home run off a right-hander, uh, faced a lefty late in the game, nearly had a second home run, took a, a real nice catch at the wall by Adam Frazier to prevent you know Flores from getting some extra bases. But you know Flores has grabbed that third base job. And think about the competition that he's had to beat out over the course of the last month, right? And not only Jose Reyes, the veteran, the manager's choice uh, for, for much of this season to be that guy, but T.J. Rivera had some hot streaks, including when he filled in for Lucas Duda at first base, and it seemed Rivera might make a lot of sense at third. Uh, but Flores has been the guy who has jumped out and you know really made his presence known, and not only you know, hitting for a little bit of power, you know, it's his fifth home run of the season tonight, but he's hitting 306, and that's, I don't know if that lasts based on his track record, but, I mean, he is consistently hitting in this lineup, and four straight days that he is out there, uh, he hasn't shown you, you know, a whole lot of signs of slowing down or not being able to get things done, so, uh, you know, again, uh, I'm really impressed with what Flores has done here, and we've seen this from him over the years for a couple of weeks at a time. 
Uh, so how long does it last? Does the league adjust to something? And, and does he have to, you know, adjust back? But uh, for uh, for a few weeks here, Flores has really, you know, given this team a kick and considering, you know, Reyes and his batting average still sitting there under 200, down to 191. Uh, you know, Flores, you got to think he has that job. And, you know, Terry Collins isn't quite saying that, and he won't call it a demotion for Jose Reyes, but you call it whatever you want for Reyes' sake. Uh, Flores has grabbed this job, and until, you know, he puts together an offer for a couple of games in a row, I think he's got to be the guy over there at third base. And, you know, you, you, you hold your nose for, for some of the throws over to first base, but uh, if you hit a certain amount, it's all worth it, and right now, uh, Wilmer Flores is hitting in a big way uh, for this Mets lineup. So uh, a 4-2 win against the Pittsburgh Pirates. It sets up a, a rubber game tomorrow against some young pitchers where uh, you'd imagine it might be a big bullpen day tomorrow. And, you know, Addison Reed, Jerry Blevins saving the, the rest of that pen with what uh, they were able to provide tonight. And that, that was really the key is uh, every game in, in the sixth inning, you sit there and play. How the heck do you get these outs? Right? I mean, I was sitting here in the studio playing that game, and I shake my head. And Terry Collins has to actually go out and find a way to do it. And tonight, uh, again, he went outside the box, navigated it well. Addison Reed, two innings. And, you know, we, we certainly second-guess Terry Collins often, whether it's uh, me or the, the callers calling in. But when it works out and um, – you know, in the fashion that it did today, you got to give full credit there, and and that was a um, you know a nice job tonight from from everybody involved. Uh, so the Mets win four two eight hundred three two one zero seven ten the number again eight hundred three two one zero seven ten. We'll take some of your phone calls when we come back. Sports Zone with Pete McCarthy going until midnight on the Voice of New York seven ten W O R. We're back in the W O R Sports Zone. Mets Extra with Pete McCarthy. Uh, the Mets a 4-2 win over the Pirates tonight and finally able to turn things around a little bit, right? I mean, the, the pitching has just been spiraling where you, know, you don't get distance from the starters and you have to do some weird things. They had to do some weird things tonight. Uh, they worked out for the evening with Addison Reed going two innings, Jerry Blevins uh, the full one, and the Mets manage a win that, you know, they just they need to rack up some W's here because they're going to get a little healthier uh, in theory in the next week. At least they're getting a couple pitchers back. We'll see about Cespedes as there hasn't been a whole lot of, uh, you know, positive updates or updates at all as far as, you know, his return is concerned. Uh, but, uh, you know, the schedule is going to get a lot more difficult to, in mid-June as well. So you got an opportunity against a Pirates team that's sub-500, uh, you got to try to take advantage. And, you know, last night stung, uh, but the Mets, you know, find a way to win this game tonight. Uh, and uh, they'll have the rubber game tomorrow. They did hit three home runs tonight. For every home run hit, a donation is made to an undergraduate student at Caldwell University. See a list of undergraduate programs at caldwell.edu and make choosing Caldwell University your defining moment. All right, let's hit the phones, 800-321-0710. We start with Steve Z in Manhattan. What's happening, Steve? Yes, did you watch the game? I, I suppose you did, right? I'm, I'm assuming you I did watch the game. I usually watch the game, Steve. Okay, first of all, before I before I continue, I will say that um, that was the first time that the word brilliant and Terry Collins was used in the same sentence. I don't think I've said it born. before. It was smart tonight. No one's ever said it. No one in his family or anyone else. Okay, now, you said you watched the game, okay? Mm-hmm. Did you see Salas and Reed actually pitch today? Did see what? Did you see Salas and Reed pitch today? Yeah. 
They were terrible. Did you see the pitches that they left over the Come plate? On. They just were tonight, hit. but he got two scoreless innings. And this bullpen has to be able to Steve, get anybody out, results. Steve. That's the results. But if you look at the pitches, they were extremely hittable, and they just weren't hit. They just didn't win a game, got, Steve. Well, what about Jusso, the bullpen being perfect in the future? They needed to I'm win not, a game. They got two innings out of them. I agree with you. John Giso hitting 3-0, and and all this. John, they moved Giso. Okay, number, t- number two. You said that the Mets are showing, quote, a sense of urgency. Is that correct? Well, yeah, you go your closer for two innings. Okay, I that's good. Hold on, there. let me finish. Let me finish. Where is the Mets' best shortstop playing right now? If they're so urgent to win every game, mm-hmm. where is their best shortstop playing right now? I want to see Rosario up, and I think in two or three weeks. I'll answer the question. Where is the shortstop? If they're so urgent to win every game, uh-huh. where is their best shortstop right now? I'd like to see Rosario up. You don't yeah. answer. You don't want to answer the question. You don't want to answer the question. I just Thank answered you. the question, Steve. I said Rosario. What do you want? I don't know where he went. But uh, I didn't hang up on him. But, uh, you know, for, yes, Rosario, I want to see Rosario up. I said that a month ago. I thought that he could help out. Defensively, you need that glove. And Strubal Cabrera, defensively, has not been good this year at all. You drop a pop-up, you know, so be it. That kind of thing can happen. But we've seen all too often the steady plays from Cabrera haven't been there. And tonight, you know, a throwing error when you know, the Mets, they need to get every out that they can in that infield. And you know, Rosario, offensively, I know he had a, a triple off the wall tonight in AAA. It seems, you know, every uh, every game he's doing something positive with the bat. I don't even care about the bat so much. With Rosario, I want to see the defense. And I think that's what this team needs. You don't have pitchers going out and striking out nine per game. That hasn't been the case. That's the way this team was built, to have starting pitchers that are going to go out, strike out a bunch of the opposition, and you could go offense first at a number of positions, and you don't have to worry about the defense as much because the pitching's going to be good enough to overcome it. Well, when you're not getting those strikeouts, and you know Matt Harvey's not racking up eight strikeouts a game, and Noah Syndergaard's not in your rotation, so it's you know Tyler Pill going tomorrow who's going to pitch to contact. You better have some guys that could defend, and I think that's been an issue. The left side of the Mets infield this year. Has not been good at all defensively. How many ground balls are you seeing get through between shortstop and third base? So a month ago, it made all the sense in the world to call up uh, Ahmed Rosario at the very least for his defense. And at this point, um, you know, they're two or three weeks away probably from the, the Super 2 deadline. You know, a month ago, I think it makes sense to call him up. If it costs you $10, 15000000 million down the line, you do it. If it's going to be two or three weeks, you know, you might as well wait out the three weeks. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. At this point, and and ride it out uh, at the moment. And I know people don't like hearing that, but it's a lot of money when you talk it down the line. It's not just ownership money. It's your ability to go out and you know sign a, a left fielder or sign... Uh, you know, some uh, somebody's going to help you out. Sign some bullpen help in you know a few years. 
Uh, so, you know, that's that's where it stands right now with Rosario. I think he'll be up by the end of the month. I would hope so, unless he cools off in a big way down there at AAA. But, uh, dude, every time he look up, he's getting something done. And, you know, just a, a youthful spark, he might be able to provide that. But uh, the big thing to me is the defense. Rosario, he's a very good defender. His error number is a little high down at AAA. I don't worry about the errors so much. Uh, the range that he has, he'll get to balls now we're automatic singles. Sometimes you, you watch like Andrelton Simmons over the years, and, and you compare him to whom the Mets would have at shortstop at the time. You know, back when Simmons was with the Braves, or you know, a lot of these shortstops on other teams, and you notice the difference. You notice that guys get to balls that you know, as Jubal Cabrera just doesn't get to. Yeah, even last year, he doesn't have great range. Last year, he made the play on every ball he got to, though. And so he was solid defensively. This year, he's not making those plays, and. He doesn't move as well even as he did last year, and he wasn't moving that well you know, last year as it was. So, yes, I, I think that there's um, a defensive need for an upgrade there, and I, w- I would hope, you know, again, by the end of the month, something like that is uh, is coming to fruition here. And, uh, by the way, Matt's throwing down there at AAA, so I got, you know, Rosario uh, up tonight. You know, like I said, the triple, he scored a couple of times, hitting 351. It's in Vegas, but still, he's he's getting the job done down there. And uh, Matt's is now through four innings, two runs, four strikeouts. So uh, Matt's uh, you know on the right track, a, a two-run homer he gave up. Let's go to Matt and Yonkers. What's up, Matt? Hey, buddy. How you doing tonight, man? All right. How are you? I'm doing all right. You know, it was a big win, um, solid win. They had to gut it out. Um, you know, there was a pre- the previous caller, you know, badgering you about Ahmed Rosario telling you you're not answering the question when you answered it three times. But I think there needs to be a little bit more optimism about this team. Granted, the front office didn't do anything to help the bullpen. Uh, A few minor league signings probably would have helped out. But we're without our best position player, our best starting pitcher, our best relief pitcher, which all of them kind of fit in the top five at their own position. And we're in the spot that we're in. Mets fans need to stop complaining. They just need to rally around these Mets. These aren't the normal Mets. And if we bring up Rosario, what's going to happen to Esdrubal? He's going to slide over to third, and Mm -hmm. Flores is going to hit the bench. Rosario needs to stay down there, I think, honestly. We need to see more optimism with these guys. Harvey is a shell of his former self. We don't have Syndergaard. Gazelman hasn't even lived up to what he came close to last year, and I was clamoring for him to start in the rotation over Wheeler. Look how dumb I look. No, I, I appreciate your optimism, but when you say, you know, look where we are, that's part of the problem. They're they're double digits out from the division right no, now, I, I, and, you know, what, seven out from the wild card. They got a lot of work to do, and they have – I want to see this pitching get in order for, you know, about three weeks before I get super optimistic again about this team. And maybe Lugo and Matt's coming back is able to do that. But they did it for one turn around the rotation, uh, and, you know, it didn't carry over. You need to see it, I think, for three or four weeks because they have to go on a serious run here to get back in this thing. I completely agree with you, but it's not like – It's possible. Yeah, it absolutely. Yeah. And have we been proved wrong by kind of this group of Mets before? Yes, last year. Look, look and the one. year before. And the year before that, we were completely out by the by, by the end by the uh, by the trade dead, trade deadline, and then we started having guys coming back. A few moves were made. Mm-hmm. There's no need to make any trade trades unless we're improving the bullpen. We have Suspedis getting ready to come back. Granderson's starting to hitting. Duda's going through one of his hot streaks that always winds up happening. And Flores, 
Flores. The guy's hitting right-handers. The guy is finally hitting right-handers. Hey, he's doing a great job. He's doing a great job. Can I call you Mr. Met from Yonkers? Hey, you know what? I wind up calling a few weeks ago. I wind up winning tickets to go to see my Mets. I was uh, oh, I was great. number eight caller, Good. and I went that I went that night. That Conforto wind up scoring from second against the Braves when Walker hit the hit the double down the line. You know, I may be the most optimistic Met fan in the world. I've never witnessed them win a World Series. I was born in January of '87. So I wasn't even alive when they won in 87. <laughs> You're the jinx. You're the reason, Matt. But uh, <laughs> I appreciate you calling in. Glad uh, you won some tickets a few weeks ago. And uh, I like the optimism. You know, it's good to get some optimism here. We don't get the optimistic phone calls all that much. Uh, yeah, I want to see the pitching steady for a few weeks. It needs to. <laughs> some of these guys are beat up in that pen. And I love the move tonight to go to Addison Reed for two innings. You know, now there's the other end of it where you got to see how he bounces back after that kind of use. It's something that... You know, he hasn't done before. At least he hasn't gotten a two-inning save in his career uh, until tonight. So, you know, the starting pitching needs to steady. Lugo, Matt's coming back, could help with that. Uh, if Robert Gesellman ends up in the pen, which, uh, you know, who knows at this point. He's going to get at least one more start because the Mets have a doubleheader on Saturday, next Saturday, against the Braves. Uh, but, uh, you know, Gesellman doing some of his better work these last three starts out of the rotation. Then you're going to move him to the bullpen. But he might be able to play, you know, an interesting role there and giving you multiple innings, which is something that the Mets, you know, could desperately use because they're only getting, you know, five, six innings from their starters. You need how great would it have been last night to take Harvey out after five and then say go to Gesellman for the sixth or the seventh to set it up for, you know, the core guys in that bullpen. That's the kind of difference that uh, that could make. And I just want to see it come together. You know, we've, uh, you know, assumed that the, the pitching would get healthier, get rights, and, and this and that over the course of the season. And, you know, one one thing falls after another. Uh, so I think, you know, you still want to see Matt's back. You want to see Lugo back. You want to see them have some success. They're not going to be throwing – you know, seven innings right out of the gates. But, you know, if they can give you a steady five or six and you're a little deeper in the bullpen with, you know, say Gesellman back there, uh, maybe you start to to build something. But that's the biggest key for me because the offense has been there. You know, this team's scoring runs. Like, like I said at the top of the show, if you put this offense on the 15 or 16 Mets, they're 20 games over 500. They're in a great spot right now. But, they haven't had the pitching at all, and that's been you know the the key to it. And it's day in day out. It's one game bleeds into the next because you know someone's overworked, and then they're unavailable the next day, and then you get another short start. And how the heck are you bridging that gap? And we've seen it time and time again. Uh, but tonight they found a, a creative way to to get through. Yes, I think a, a little urgency within the bullpen to make that happen. And you know now, uh, how does it? How does it follow through? You know, how does it look tomorrow? Are they, you know, short pitchers again and it's the same old story? Or, you know, can they start to to catch up to themselves and, you know, get some innings uh, from this rotation? So we'll keep you updated on how Steven Matz does uh, down there at AAA Las Vegas. And uh, we'll take a, a flight around the majors as well uh, before midnight. It's the Sports Zone with Pete McCarthy on The Voice of New York, 710 WOR. We're back in the WOR Sports Zone. Mets Extra with Pete McCarthy. 
some big happenings in baseball today, so let's fly around the majors. It's brought to you by NetJets for business, for family, for life. Only NetJets. Visit NetJets.com to find out more. A major milestone reached in Major League Baseball just a few minutes ago. Albert Pujols slugging career home run number 600. It becomes the eighth member of the 600 home run club. It was uh, not only a homer, but a grand slam for Albert Pujols uh, to reach that territory. So uh, the Angels have themselves a 7-1 lead on the Twins at the top of the fifth inning. But a big night uh, for Albert Pujols, who's been creeping up on 600 very quietly. Uh, You know, not... The kind of milestone that has featured sellouts and, uh, you know, people going nuts and and you switch teams. That's part of it. I think if he had remained a Cardinal, it's a huge deal in St. Louis. He goes to Anaheim. He hasn't had the same kind of success there that he had in St. Louis. And that's a big deal. He, He had the moment, but... You know, again, you don't see the sellouts and, you know, maybe we've just become immune to 600 home runs at this point with so many of that, uh, you know, exclusive club being joined. I think five of them have been within the last 20 years or so. Uh, So nonetheless, uh, Albert Pujols career home run number 600. Also today, Edinson Volquez of the Marlins through the first no hitter of the season, the sixth for the Marlins. They did on just 98 pitches and faced the minimum along the way. Uh, so the Marlins able to shut out the Diamondbacks. And after the game, Volquez, when he was interviewed on uh, the, the Marlins television, he dedicated the no-hitter to Jose Fernandez and Jordano Ventura, uh, fallen former teammates of his uh, over the last you know year or so. Uh, so, um, you know, very nice there from uh, from Edinson Volquez. And as far as Mets pitching goes out of town, Seth Lugo at double-A, seven innings of one-run ball, and uh, was able to get all his work in. And Steven Matz uh, has just been taken out in the middle of an inning up there in Las Vegas. Uh, you know, I think everything's fine. The pitch count was running up on him. Uh, but Matz, not as impressive this time. I remember last time, five perfect innings. Uh, he finishes at 90 pitches, uh, four runs allowed in four and a third. Didn't walk anybody, struck out five, allowed a home run. Uh, so not not the kind of outing that has you, you know, going uh, nuts. And it'll be interesting to, you know, hear from some of the scouts and those that were there as to what they saw from Matt's. Uh, but, you know, the, the more important things are get through your work, get your 90 pitches in, leave healthy, and be ready to rejoin this Mets rotation next time around. Uh, and I, I would think that uh, Mats was able to to check off those boxes tonight. So, um, you know, there, there you go. Some, you know, finally some guys coming back from the DL for the Mets, right? They've got nice Drupal Cabrera, Lucas Duda back this year. But, you know, these are two pitchers that, you know, went on at the start of the season, at the end of spring training. And I remember... You know, throughout spring training, you, I kept waiting for somebody to get hurt, right? You have all these pitchers coming off of surgery, and, you know, Syndergaard has always seemed like you know a big flashing neon light that, that something bad could happen uh, with how hard he throws. But they, they reached the final week without any problems. And then, you know, that last week, it's Steven Matz, it's Seth Lugo, and all of a sudden the depth is being tested, and, you know, they had, uh, you know, some issues along the way where you end up with Adam Wilk and Tyler Pill uh, starting games for you, but um, you know to get these two guys back. Remember, Lugo's going to be pitching with a partially torn UCL, uh, so we'll see how he manages with that. You know, Masahiro Tanaka has pitched with it for years, uh, and now, and you know, some guys it's not a problem. Some guys it does become one. 
But Lugo was pitching terrific in the World Baseball Classic for Puerto Rico. Does he still have you know that kind of stuff? Can he bring that back uh, to the New York Mets here? And then for Steven Madsen, the question has never been his ability to get outs at the big league level. It's just been his ability to stay on the mound and – you know, that'll be the, the next big question for him. You know, the Mets had said there's nothing structurally wrong there. And uh, Matt's, you know, felt that there was you know something going on in there. Uh, but, you know, he uh, should be back soon. And, you know, it just changes the whole pitching staff. It really does when you get, you know, more of your own guys in line. And, and how much they're able to help that they could save the season, things like that. Again, that's why I want to see it steady the whole pitching staff for three to four weeks before you know you're gonna go um you know nuts about what this team can do but tonight you know Robert Gesellman uh you know solid outing didn't get that deep uh but here are his thoughts uh on the win compete and uh thought I did a good job of you know making pitches when I needed to you talk about the bullpen. bullpen had to get 11 outs tonight, and particularly Addison. Can you talk about what they did for you tonight? Oh, they did a huge job tonight. You know, Reed going those two extra, the extra inning, you know, he doesn't usually go out there for the second. You know, I thought he did a great job. And, you know, even Jerry, even Silas, the bullpen, you know, you know, we had ups and downs, but they, you know, starting to come around. That's one what I thing, see. I'm sorry. One thing you said, um, doesn't matter the role you have, bullpen or not, but you're the type of pitcher that can pitch in both both places. Or how do you feel if you're going to be in the bullpen and attacking that that role because you might be asked to make, you know, get some big outs for this team coming out of the pen? Uh, you know, we have to wait and see. You know what they want to do. Uh, I'm up for whatever. You know, I just want to pitch. You know, I just want to win. That's all I want, really want to do. What's been the difference for you from the last couple starts? Uh, just being more consistent my release point and keeping the ball down and making pitches when I need to. Robert, the curveball tonight was a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was all right. I thought it could be a little better. Um, but, you know, it's coming along well, and I, I like what I'm seeing. You said you didn't feel like you had your best stuff. Was there any one particular pitch that was uh, it was a little more of a, a struggle? Uh, I just thought my slider wasn't there. You know, it just wasn't consistent tonight. But I thought my other three pitches weren't too bad. You know, it got me through five and a third, so. I'll take that. Mets will try to build on a 4-2 win tomorrow. We'll have Mets on deck at 12.05 right here on 710 WOR. For Joe Kersey and Noah Fleischman, I'm Pete McCarthy. Thanks for the calls and for uh, listening to the show. Uh, We'll be back with you tomorrow right after noon. This has been a podcast from WOR.